Hello and welcome to TFPR Podcast, the Filipino Parents Review, where we share about books, movies, TV shows, craft, and everything else in between. I'm Angel. I'm Jumi. Hello, welcome back to the Filipino Parents Review Podcast. Thank you to those who listen, aka our husbands, <laughs> so first at in our first episode. Um, but also, thank you if you're listening here to our friends and to our book club friends. Like always, we're talking about books. Um, the book club, what we're reading right now is the volume one of Charlotte Mason's Home, which is Home Education. What we watch and our weekend Mama Me time plans. Okay. Can we talk about Dash and Lily before I share the new book I just started? Oh, yes, 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 please. So, uh, okay, before I let you talk, um, <laughs> let's share how we discovered Dash and Lily. Because I, I, I saw it through my bookstagram because I follow a lot of, you know, bookstagrammers who share other things that they love, which is very bookish or has bookish themes, which is what I do also. Um, it's part of my, I guess, watch list, you know, mm-hmm. uh, movies and shows that really promote reading. And it's so fun because I get book recommendations and I can relate sometimes when they quote, you know, books that they've read. So, spoilers aside, <laughs> did you enjoy the show? I binged to watch it, like, See, maybe just two days. Talaga? I, really, yeah. <laughs> I think I finished it one, yeah, 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 maybe two days, two nights. Two no? nights, uh. Yeah, uh-oh. Yeah, I, I liked it. I found it super cute. Oh. Also, I think maybe because we spent Christmas in New York last year, mm-hmm. so it was a bit nostalgic, so... Initially, I felt sad because it features Strand Bookshop. And that was one of the few places I really wanted to visit. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to. I didn't have the time to. Oh, no! So, so when I saw the rows of books, para, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh, why didn't I make it happen? Yeah. Uh, so one. <laughs> the cold has always bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we weren't there for... For a long, a long time, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was just five days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so so for next time. Too. For next time, yeah, yeah, definitely. Then, I remember in one episode, so Lily mentioned Diker Heights. Mm-hmm. So, um, yung, she was asking her brother to go with her there. So, mm-hmm. just to continue their Christmas tradition, right? So, yeah. we went on a tour where you go around a few blocks in Dreger Heights. So, it's in Brooklyn. And you look at houses fully decked out with lights. As in... Lights. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even see anything else. There's lights. The house, <laughs> even the garden, full of lights. So, what I liked about going on travel tours are the trivia I get from tour guides. So, like, in this specific tour, I remember our tour guide was telling us about house A and house B. They have a yearly competition of which house is better, is decorated oh, yeah. better. <laughs> and then, also, what when, when a specific house started decorating and why this lady started decorating her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things like that. But, you know, Mamita <laughs> was not impressed. <laughs> really? <laughs> there what was a say? point 
there's a point that she just stayed in the bus and she mm. just waited for us to come back. Okay, just, because you were going down to walk. Yes. Mm. So the bus, there's about how many of us? Maybe 20? Yeah. 20 of us in a bus. And then it will stop in one street mm-hmm. and then you will have to walk around the block. Oh yeah, so you get the, the full experience, yes. right? Makes sense. Mm. And then take photos also. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mami, so Mamita didn't want to go down. Yes, but she just did it once or twice and then <laughs> after that, I'll just sit here. <laughs> and then she was joking that when we come back home, she'll arrange a similar tour and then bring mm-hmm. tourists inside Ayala, Alabang. <laughs> Here in the Philippines, yeah. Here in the Philippines, yeah. So, because of this show, I remembered all of that. And uh-huh. then I realized how amazing it is to see this, I don't know, cultural, geographical differences. Mm. Mm. That, okay, for us who grew up in the, seeing houses decorated with Christmas lights here, because here in the Philippines, it's quite the norm, right? Yeah. That tour may not have been worth it. Mm. But for those who haven't, as in the case of Lily, who lives in Manhattan, where they don't have their own yard, it's definitely something astounding or magical even. So, me, I still personally enjoyed the tour because it was a visual feast. Though at some point, you get overstimulated with all of the lights and some houses would have um, music. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. But, um... And I was really calculating in my head how much it would cost for them to have those. And I think that would have put my five-year-old son through college already. <laughs> my goodness. Just for one season. I know, right? And yeah. then there's this one house. I won't forget. The house was modestly decorated compared to the other houses. But the owner also owns a radio station. So... When you park in front of their house, or when you get in front of their house, um, guess what happens? What? So the you the music uh-huh. and the lights are you know what the how, in sync? Parang they're in sync, yes. Yeah. That. So like like the light shows in uh-huh. Ayala, Triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, I get yeah, mm-hmm. like that. But in, you're in the bus listening to the music, and then you see the Ooh. lights. Oh, because you tune into the radio station. To the station, yes. That's so cool. Amazing, right? So I yeah. won't forget that. The, the house was that just modestly decorated. It's not as bonga or as... Big. Mm-hmm. Bongacious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but that part, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm scared to comment on the plot. <laughs> Spoiler for those who haven't seen it. Share something, then I'll just comment. (laughs) The New York Dream. I really enjoyed it too. Because even Mark and I, that's part of our, you know, bucket list to stay Mm -hmm. and go there for, you know, just to travel and go to the bookshops, which is, wow, so nice. But yeah, I get it. It's our greatest fear in life to be bashed online. (laughs) Even for spoiling others, right? <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I get your perspective about the that it was the Christmas celebration in other countries because being Filipino, we can attest to the 
quarter of the year-long celebration starting mm. September. You know, yes. all the lights will already be out. People will, you know, I think malls here, they bring out the Christmas decorations in the malls. Like, play music even earlier. Songs. Yeah. Carols, yes. <laughs> so imagine that three months of listening to those music and, you know, like what you said, now I get it why Mamita wasn't so impressed because <laughs> we're so used to that, right? Mm-mm. And, you know, um, I guess it was really nostalgic also seeing that and then now talking about it because that's one of the things that we'll be missing now during the pandemic because we're not True. allowed to, you know, walk um, inside the villages or even in my husband's office, they really set up like a big light show and we look forward to that. That's why we don't oh, decorate yes. our house anymore because they just pay for their electricity and we don't have to do it anymore. So we'll just enjoy <laughs> the shows outside, right? So now I guess we'll have to, you know, see those and live vicariously through our shows and books, which is why I'm really enjoying this podcast that we get to discuss about things like that. And speaking of books, Jumi, you mentioned a new book you're reading. Mm-hmm. As of recording time, I just started reading Little Fires Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Have you read it? No, not, not yet, yet. But it's on my list because of the show that came out. Yes. Mm. Yes. Actually, I was reminded of that because we have free Amazon Prime members. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then I saw the show starring uh, Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered Mars told us about it before. Oh, yeah, because she read it, yeah. Or she watched no, it. No, she watched it. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I tried it. Then a few minutes in, I remembered, oh, I have a Kindle copy of this, of the book. So I stopped <laughs> and started reading. Na lang. <laughs> so I'm still very early into the book, so no feelings yet. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, me. I, I haven't I want to... read it. I want to ask you, are you the type who has to read the book first before watching the TV or movie version? Or are you mm. okay if you get to watch it first? Ideally, I read first before I watch. I remember we talked about Little Women. Mm, yes! Right? And, and we're both, oh, we have to finish this first! <laughs> I know, I know, because it was coming out here in the Philippines and Mm-mm. we don't have it wasn't easy to find that the co- the physical copy because I think it was popular that the movie was coming out, yeah. Mm-mm. So I personally had to buy that collectible edition. Mm. And it was so big and clunky, it was so hard to finish reading. So I switched back to, you know, the free ebooks online. But yeah, I guess I'm a I feel a bit snobbish because I always <laughs> wanna read first. Before I watch the movie, I don't know why, but yeah, how about you? Me, I think I want to, I want to be able to read it first before I watch. Mm. But why do you think is that? It's because films cannot top a book. Do you believe that? Maybe I think yeah, cause there's more to the books. There's more details, you know, more um conversation between the characters and. I guess some books, they, they develop the characters differently than the movies, but mm. sometimes the movies are better, right? Maybe. Sometimes. Not I all guess. the time. Yeah, yeah. 
I think as in the case of Harry Potter, for example. Mm. So I love the books, but I also really enjoyed the movies, especially yes. Hagrid and his books. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. When I saw it, I was like, this will never be part of my. I don't. I will never. I would never have imagined it this way. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's the part that I liked about the Harry Potter movies. But I can't say the movies were better than the books. Maybe mm-hmm. I should read the books again. And then watch I don't know. the movies. And yeah. then read the books again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about you? What movie do you say is better than the book? Uh, definitely J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. And that whole, you know all of those movies because I can never progress with the books but I I rewatch the movies with my husband almost every year though I don't really pay attention anymore because you know <laughs> if you know the plot but Mark read the, the books and he said he likes the movies better but mm. hopefully we get to finish The Hobbit together this year because as we'll share later on um, it's part of the reading challenge that we're gonna take on. I mean, we chose The Hobbit as one of the the books that we read this year. Yeah, so I yeah I haven't really tried the, reading him. So The Hobbit will be my first Tolkien book. Excited! I'm excited! Yeah. I'm so excited to be doing it with you. You know, we need um reading accountability partners. <laughs> yes, same. Right? <laughs> yeah, cause like me. Um, I started, I always try to start reading challenges. Um, mm. And I plan it the whole month of December. But I, it's not as effective when you have, like, a close friend that you really get to talk about it, you know, share your progress, things like that. And speaking of that, so remember last time I mentioned that I started doing the three books that mm-hmm. um was mentioned by one of the writers of the Parents Review magazine. Yeah. So, like what I said, I finished the novels faster. <laughs> and so you have a new novel? Yeah, I finished the second oh, wow. book of the series, of the Rosie Project series by Graeme Simpson. Um, I'm not sure. I Hopefully I pronounced his name correctly because he's an Australian author and it's my first Aussie novel which was so exciting because um I wanted to really read it because it was recommended by several special needs bookish community and I really enjoyed The Big Bang Theory. I don't know if you've seen The Big Bang Theory. Not yet. So that's on your list. (laughs) (laughs) But there's this character there, Sheldon, and I'm I'm sure you know him because he's very popularized Mm-mm. in social media, right? And he, I think he, it's kind of like that, similar to his character and the love story and how it evolved. But, um, so yeah, I wanted to read it because I wanted to peek at the mind of a differently wired person, which hopefully, um, more people will read books like this that promote, mm-hmm. you know, um, people with autism or with special needs and it was so good because it's um there's the the main protagonist whose name is don um he's a geneticist and he falls in love with a girl 
So, I won't spoil it for you. Basta, uh, there's a group. And it's a good one because, you know, that recommendation to have three books, the heavy book, um, the moderately hard or easy book, and then a novel. It It's good. It breaks the heavy reading that we do. And it's different. So, yeah. I have the physical books and I'll pass them on to you next year. <laughs> so, yes. I'll make your list longer. <laughs> Interesting. I, I like light reads that are cerebral. So, mm. Because since reading it is not a struggle, yeah. you get to absorb more of the cerebral stuff. Did you get kilig reading it? Yes. I, I, I think I'm more of... Uh, I really enjoy novels. You know, romantic novels. Mm-mm. And yeah, I I guess it's a good introduction to... um meeting or knowing characters who are differently mm-hmm. wired to us because it's light, it's easy, but you get a peek at their brain, which I think we really need in our society during this time. Okay, still part one of Charlotte Mason's home education book. Um, which is the volume one that we're discussing in our book club. Let's talk about some of the terminologies or phrases that we noted during our book discussion. So first is thinking love. Mothers owe a thinking love to their children. What do you think about this, Julie? I like that um, Charlotte Mason used the word owe, that it's a responsibility, like an obligation for us. So I interpret this as a love that's not mushy, teenage love mm. type of thing that you tend to give to give in to everything that your child wants. Ganyan. Thinking love for me is like loving the person in a way that you make sure you provide what he needs. Mm-hmm. Right? So maybe it's too simple of an example, but for example, my son loves marshmallows. But he has a lot of dental concerns. Mm. So even if I so want to allow him to eat as much as he wants, because I really see the delight in him, you know, yeah. his eyes are lighting up. And like, I want marshmallows, mama. I want more. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> but, you know, and he doesn't really get to eat it often. Mm-hmm. But I have to stand my ground and say, no, one or two is enough. Because, you know, you have sugar bugs and yeah. we need to protect your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's 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 how I look at thinking love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about for, you? For me, the em- emphasis there was thinking mm-hmm. love because it's a love that thinks. It's something that I guess we we tend to forget, and it's a good reminder for me to always be mentally present when I'm interacting with my son or showing my love to him, it's hard because it requires effort as compared to what he said. That, you know, indulgent love where you just Mm -mm. eat everything and, you know, you just eat all the marshmallows with your son because you love Mm -mm. it also, diba? Um, So, yeah, that's that's a good, I guess, um, how should we say it? It's a good reminder, or it's one of the terminologies that you really want to emphasize on Mm-mm. for us mothers. Mm-mm. Okay, and then next, 
do not offend, despise, or hinder children. What did you think about these parts? Because I think it's several parts, right? Yeah, I think three. Three mm-hmm. parts, right? I think I read that section many times. Mm-hmm. And I still need to read it again. Because yeah, there's just so it. much nuggets of wisdom in there. I remember when I was reading it before our virtual meetup with the book club, I was really thinking of specific moments. I'm reminded of specific moments in our lives where I might have done something that have offended, um, despised, or hindered my child. And I didn't know it at that time. Like, there's a part where Charlotte Mason wrote, when a child does things believing that the only thing he needs to overcome is his mother's disinclination, you offend the child. And in that part, after I read it, I was like, wait, wait. (laughs) I can think of multiple times that my son may have felt that way. I don't know. There's something I've been really ruminating about because there's such a fine line, I think, between being, um, expressing yourself authentically and, you know, does your child really need to see that or hear that? Mm. You know, you know what I mean? Something, yeah. I don't know, something to fill my journal about. <laughs> Big work ahead for me. Very <laughs> interesting points. Yeah, and yes. you tell us when you're ready to share. <laughs> After three or four months when <laughs> you've written it all out. For me, it's kind of similar in a sense that it made me think also. It made me sit with myself during my quiet time and really go back to the Bible because that's what, where it was derived, mm-hmm. right? From the verses in Matthew 18, chapter 18 to 19, where the story here was the disciples came to Jesus and asked, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and then jesus said that unless we become like children we will never enter heaven and how if we humble ourselves that children will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and then the parable of the lost sheep and when jesus said that let the children come to me and do not hinder them for them belongs the kingdom of heaven which is, for me, it's easy to forget how Jesus really emphasized the role of the children in his kingdom and why he created them. Um, I think also the way that Charlotte Mason emphasized it, he put emphasis on it, um, because she said it's the code of education in the Gospels. Mm-hmm. And if you'll only know a few or very little about Charlotte Mason. This is something that's really, you know, it it makes sense for the Christian family. Because it shows, like, what we also concluded in the book club or the virtual meetup, that it's very hard to separate parenthood or motherhood from the work of sharing the gospel to our children. Because I think for me, it's, and I hope you also and some of our friends also, our main goal is to share Jesus to them, not mm-hmm. to force them or to hinder them, but to live a life in surrender to the Word of God, the laws of God, which Charlotte Mason uses in her book, and to follow and to model God's love to his children, which I think, if we'll be honest, it's very, very hard, but 
you know, when we go back to how Jesus described children, they're the most genuine, faithful, and that we should preserve how genuine their faith is. When we publish this episode, it will be exactly one week before Christmas. Can you imagine? (laughs) This year flew by so fast. So, what are your Mama Me Time plans for the weekend? Christmas shopping? Online Christmas shopping? Are you gonna do it now? (laughs) Later? Yes. Hashtag (laughs) 12-12. Well, it's so fast, right? 2020 Mm -hmm. is ending. I mean, I see so many Advent events happening, mm-hmm. you know, Advent plans, the waiting game for Christians. Um, but yeah, it for me, as we wait and you know, just really focus on the necessary. I'm doing more book decluttering, like what mm-hmm. I always do every end of the year, because I guess it's just good to look at what we have and really let go of the things that, you know, we don't want to spend or invest our time on anymore. This must be books, but also, you know, other things also in the greater (laughs) scheme of life. And I use this time, or I'll use this weekend to finalize our reading plans. Yay! Because um, to our listeners, Zumi and I are joining the Literary Life Reading Challenge. Yes. Where we will read 19 books. Well, I guess we'll have 19 co- categories to follow and the minimum of 19 books for 2021. Um, cause for me, I've been doing, I've been following reading challenges, but I always aim high. Like I always mm-hmm. do the 52 books for 52 weeks. Wow. And you know, big tomes and because I want to challenge myself, and if I fail miserably, I'll still be reading. Like now, last year uh, I wanted to read fifty six books, and until this time I finished twenty seven books. So not so bad, right? So mm-hmm. I still feel accomplished. But yes. you know, I, I I can I still want to improve my my reading habits. You know, read widely and differently, diversify my reading. So this one is from the Literary Life podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is one of the podcasts that we want to start really listening to next year and, you know, um, listen to the wisdom of these wise women and seeing mamas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, how about you, Jumi? What are your reading goals? Why you wanted to do this, I guess, reading challenge also? And your Mama Me Time plans. Um, so the plan is to do the reading challenge with you. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I get to finish all and then mm. some. Mm. Yeah, because I I haven't. It's I I really like to read. It's something that I've that I've lost along the way. I mm. I think I was telling Pael, uh, maybe like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm really happy we got to be friends because yeah. Aww. I oh <laughs> virtual hug. Yeah, I mean, because of you, I I rediscovered my love for reading mm-hmm. and the the and the what do you call that? The excitement to read yeah. a book. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah. So that one. Yeah, that's the plan. So <laughs> thank you for coming into my life. <laughs> more bookish friends, please. Yes. And maybe also read more Filipino authored books. Oh yeah. I think we need to be more I need to be more familiar with them, know them more. Yeah. I have them in my in my library, in, your, in our mm-hmm. home library. But I haven't really read Touch them. them. <laughs> yes. And there's this one category, like, oh, right? Love. One category yeah. in the the reading challenge of mm-hmm. the Lit Life 19 2021 where books you've avoided. Yeah. And then and and for, the local one. Yeah. Okay. For me, I put there one of the Tagal, I mean, one of Filipino authored book. Really? But, yeah. Because, I don't know, maybe I, I picked something that I'm really not into during that time, but we need to really give it a chance. And like what you mm-hmm. said, we need to, I guess, give emphasis to the talent mm-hmm. that we have here. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good goal. Yeah. So that one. Maybe we'll do something about it. Let's see. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully. So, yes, next year. Yes. So about my plans for this weekend, I wasn't able to watch the K drama that my mama was telling me about. Good, I got just sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> I got sidetracked with Dash and Lily. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, maybe I'll this weekend. recommend a lot more other shows, so I I won't <laughs> have this fear of missing out of the K drama because there's still <laughs> one person that doesn't watch it. <laughs> Let's see this weekend. Maybe I will hmm. give it a try. Or oh, no, no, I'll no, no. Because the, there's the new show that we've oh. been waiting for. Oh, really? It's out now? Yeah, prom is out now. Wow. Musical and, you know, high school drama. We love that. Yeah. High school drama. That's our it, thing. It's, it's, a, it's a great escape from yes. mamahood. <laughs> Not that you want to escape mamahood, but you know what you know you guys know what we mean. Yes, yes. They get us. <laughs> you know what I realized? Remember mm-hmm. I told you I've been feeling sick the past weeks. Yeah. I think other than the stress I went through this past month. Um it's also because of being cooped up for so long. Like for those who don't know, in the Philippines we've been under quarantine lockdown since March? March, March or February? Yes. March. March because it it was my birthday, and that was the last day, you know, the physical yeah. meetup that uh, I did. And now it's almost how many Christmas. months now? Yeah. <laughs> Hi. So, so you're saying. Previous, yeah. So in previous years, I get the same feeling every July or August. Right, right mm. before my birthday, I feel sick. <laughs> I think it's my body telling me that it's time to go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to be more to be outdoors more. So yeah. before before Alan, Pael and I would always go on a trip for my birthday, and then like magic, I will feel I will feel fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm okay now, yeah. <laughs> ready for the next for the next semester. The half Ayan. of the year, yeah. yes. <laughs> and then when Alan came, we go to the beach for his birthday. So mm-hmm. we hit two birds in one stone. Yeah. So we get time to celebrate with him, just the three of us, and then you also get to be outdoors for almost the entire day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just think that story is a good jumping off point to tell them a bit <laughs> about what we will be reading and discussing with the book club next. 
Ah, yes. So good, so good. Yeah, I feel the same way, though, too, about, you know, being out in nature. Though we don't travel a lot, or we don't, we're not really as, you know, we don't get the itchy feet to travel, because mm. we, we're homebodies, we like to stay at home. But we're definitely missing our trips to my husband's hometown, with all the fresh air, and their house has a view mm. of a volcano. Um, Mount Mayon, which is so great. Wow. Like, I haven't what, seen really in person yeah. for next year when, when <laughs> we get out, when I we get hope free. We can, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope we can finally travel next year. Yeah, which is, you're right, because our body longs for that and mm. um, even our mind. So, this is a good, like what you said, jumping of point um, to introduce or to invite everyone to read with us part two of Charlotte Mason's volume one, The Home Education. So we will be reading the Out of the Door Life for Children part. Um, and I think most of us know that Miss Mason is a big advocate for time outside in nature. So if you want to join us and um, you know you want to discover with us more, what she said about it. We'd like to invite you to join our virtual book club. Um, you can check us out on Instagram, the Filipino Parents Review, or the hashtag TFPR underscore home education. Hope you'll join us. Bye!